Welcome to Coffee, Beans, and Booze. I'm Jasmine. And I'm Shyla. And we're thriving in a small town. It's caffeinated Jasmine and drunk Shyla. It's time for Coffee and Booze. Clink! Hey Shyla, how's it going? Hey, I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing just fine. It's kind of nice to, uh, it's a little later in the day than we are sometimes together. That's true. Yeah, we had to kind of work around vacations and all that good stuff. Vacations and works and socials and it's like real life is happening. Is real life happening these days? I, (laughs) I, I still am battling this world of like hybrid, like virtual and real. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's caused, um, you know, people to really rethink and reshape, um, how they're doing fundraisers. And somebody sent me a link to a fundraiser that was happening, uh, with the Lebanon County Builders Association. They were doing a basket raffle kind of thing. Ooh, like an online basket raffle? Yeah, and you could uh, buy chances to win mm-hmm. things, and I was like, I never win anything. Although that's not true, I did win a, a beach trip earlier in the year, so that's a whole other you thing. Did. But in fact, I'm looking forward did, to. Yeah. Did you like when you won that? I totally assumed that I was going along. <laughs> Yeah, like, I was like, she oh, won yeah. yay for I'm us. I'm good. Mm-hmm. Yay. No, it's good. What yeah, did you so win I, in this basket? So yeah. I I uh, bought four chances. No, I'm sorry. Three chances for $4. So my investment was $12. Ooh. And um, I'm sitting at home, like, finishing up work on a Friday afternoon and see that I'm tagged. And I was like, what? Because it was the only basket that I had for. And it ended up being uh, two of the, the rocker lawn chair the cgi like rockers oh yeah rocker seats mm-hmm. yeah two wow. hydro flasks <gasps> oh you could be one yeah, of those and, cool uh, girls mm-hmm. i know visco right <laughs> uh and then it had it was a um like a, a an easy up and then like a little like camping like table so for wow. my 12 dollar investment i know i was you real made excited out. so i know you won did. the beach trip earlier this year um, yeah. Yes. Do you, are you, are you a lucky person? I don't, I don't ever consider myself to be. I just feel like, I don't know. I just got lucky this time. 2020 is your year. 20. Hey, by the way, <laughs> knock, knock. 2020 is not your year or anyone else's, right? No. I saw something that was like, today was like, uh, 2020 is a leap year and it leaped right into like some chaos or something. I think there were some expletives <laughs> in it. I was like, yeah, that's about right. That's how this works. I yeah. am traditionally, and you know this, I am traditionally not lucky at all. In fact, if something good is supposed to happen to me, usually the opposite happens in some way. Not that I've never won anything. Um, I, I won a like fantastic, uh, Broadway dreams trip one time, you know, that, that introduced me to that organization and I won like this entire crazy training extravaganza but other than that I never win anything but my children do they're like the luckiest people like you can just stand next to them and they lucky things will happen to you but yeah yeah not me not me I'm more of a karma person like I feel like if Mm. I put out good things in the world then good things should come back you know or could come back I don't know like are you like that do you believe in the the good karma going yeah I actually just had a conversation with my pastor about this not too long ago actually that like 
there's a little bit of like, it's weird. I don't even know where it comes from. It's probably all like just in my own head, but it's this like thing where I feel like that if I'm not humble, that like things come to bite me in the ass. Mm-hmm. And so it like keeps me very grounded in some ways. <laughs> is that, that guilt? Like, is that just my Catholic I, guilt? I don't know. Way? Like I, maybe. And like if, if I get too confident in something or I'm not... I, I don't know. It's it just, I feel like maybe, it, maybe it's me looking for it. Mm-hmm. Maybe, I don't know. I don't know what it is. But yes, it's, it's a, it's a weird guilt, Catholic guilt slash, I mean, I grew up United Methodist. So, I know, but maybe you know, you've stood next to me long enough. Far. That's not my, like, yeah. <laughs> like it, it, osmosis. It like jumped from me to you. Well, and like, know. you know, I mean, UMC is not too far of a cry from the liturgy of the Catholic Church, yeah. right? So, you know, it's, it's that, that kind of thing. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I think I, I try to keep in that. There is a, a life force somewhere and all of that, right? Like, well, I guess it gives us it good, gives us some type of back. yeah, like the like I feel like it's this belief in the something, right? Something that's making the world go. Um, it's always interesting because Mark used to say to me like, if you can believe that there's a good karma, then you must believe there's a bad force, something too. There must be something to the opposite side of that, and I find it interesting that it, that isn't a piece I've ever really spent a lot of time thinking about in that kind of a way that there's equal forces out there. But I just figure, you know you can never go wrong by being good right you can never yeah. you can never harm um you know it's interesting you you've got this whole like am i doing harm to an organization or to people or to people in my life and if you're not then then you must be doing good and i always think that's a good thing to think about in that way yeah so, yeah. yeah it doesn't always mean that being kind is being what people want you to be mm-hmm. right that's that's a really hard balance and i think that only comes as you get older that sometimes kindness comes in the form of boundaries and that's that's a hard lesson yes. being able to be direct and asking those direct questions it's yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's a tough one it yeah. is a tough one it is a tough one sometimes mm-hmm. knowing that like the best thing you can do is to step back versus like keeping yourself in the middle of it but yeah definitely so yeah. you were lucky where do you plan to use these new chairs of yours and the pop up and the stuff what, what's your plan so the funny thing is like we're a big baseball family mm-hmm. and so um i had just jokingly made this comment to derek a couple of weeks ago that i wanted to start to put together my travel baseball gear mm-hmm. you know you want to like, be travel that mom baseball. Mm-hmm. Listen, there's like a whole thing. Like mm-hmm. this is a whole culture. Like it right. Is. So I just recently bought a big beach cart from LL Bean. That's this like blue color, mm-hmm. and it happens that all of my stuff now matches. It was like the whole like it was package was a blue be. color. I know, right? Like it was just it was serendipitous. Totally, Can I make you like iron on so. letters on my Cricut, like for the side <laughs> of it that say like you know your last name and like there's like a baseball yes. that's like that like substitutes for one of the letters and you could be like one of those really cool people and then we oh then we can get you a matching tumbler too that like yeah has a well, we could like put the hyd- we could put stuff on the hydro flask yes i can yes. do that yeah it's pretty exciting yeah my- i know i was i was far more excited than i probably should have been but it was i think it was a grab at like something good that's happened right like <laughs> hey why not <laughs> Why not? You gotta, you gotta find the good so stuff. So Jessie just mm-hmm. keeps giving me shit about it. She's like, "Oh, <laughs> you're so cool. I forgot you're so cool." So you're I jokingly winner. said mm-hmm. that, yeah, that on Saturday at your party, I'm gonna bring all of my stuff and just set it up. And every time someone walks past me, I'm gonna be like, "I won this." Did you know I won this? <laughs> I love this. So yeah, so Saturday is my birthday, and as you know, I love to celebrate life.
life. And I'm super excited because you and Jesse are so kind to throw me a party for my birthday, a little a little friendly get together in the backyard. And I'm super excited for it and to celebrate. So actually, I would love that. Could I like sit in one of the rockers and be like special? <laughs> and I could be like, um, excuse me, it's my birthday. I get to decide who sits in the other rocker. Can we do that? That's true. Well, yeah, we could put the little tent up. We can make it a whole thing. Yes. Oh, I'm on it. We have some other things planned. We were just we were just walking tonight, so we've got some some ideas. There's so, a piece of yeah. me that's scared. There's a piece of me that's excited. There's a piece of me that's scared. <laughs> You're used to being the planner. I that's am part of it. Can, right? I, can I admit something to you? I don't think anyone has ever thrown me a party. Like I'm not Listen, gonna lie. Like I th- okay. Yeah. You definitely said I'll bring the food. For your own oh, yeah. party? Of course I would. I'd happily bring okay. food. Listeners, I'm sorry, clinkers out there. Clinkers. They're people clinkers. who are listening. <laughs> can, can you can you please, please set this woman straight? You don't bring your own par- food to your own party. I just was happy to contribute. You were, I, you I were very not, sweet. I understood your heart, but I'm just saying, like, we okay, can take care of it. We got bigger, you. Here's a much bigger problem, <laughs> clinkers. And you can feel free to, like, dial into our anchor line and leave a message or send us an email. But, like, I have a question. This is not in my own backyard this is in our dear friend jesse's backyard which is absolutely lovely but who is driving my butt home at the end of the night because part of the fun of having the thing in your own backyard is you don't have to find a way home is somebody lined up to drive uh, me home i'm just saying uh, we'll take care of that yeah some, <laughs> or we'll just we'll get a lift don't worry see because here's the deal the last time that we were all together for a fun festive time <laughs> i was told that we were all going to be spending the night and then it wound up that i was the only one who spent the night and i'm still getting grief for that one so i would like to not be the girl who had to spend the night on somebody else's couch you which were I in was no condition no we were in no condition i was in to no be con- transported home to be transported at all i was gonna say it was not even about <laughs> transporting myself I, I but i had planned to my defense it was put in my calendar as drunken craft like it was i was literally told that i was to get drunk and craft and so i was yeah. only doing as was said was told well and we we made some some wrong turns there we we mixed we a lot of really bad like just it was we get the welcome drink then we had the shots that i brought and, and then, then we, we had, had that carbonated thing and i never and then we had the, the oh yeah the keurig thing and the carbonation yeah. and the whatever yeah so we we mm-hmm. were just dumb it was funny I don't it know. Was. I thought it was But fine. then I don't understand why I, got, I get grief I for home. the whole thing. I know. But well, because, you know, we got yeah. we have to have something to pick on you for. Oh, I, I set you guys up with plenty. Let's be honest. I got plenty of faults <laughs> and plenty of things. But I'm, I am. I'm equal. I'm very excited and totally honored that you guys would even take the, you know, take the time to do something like that. But um, but I, other than like my mom and a little party at my house or something like that over time, you know, I never had somebody throw me a party. So I'm very thankful for my dear friends who are, who are so kind to do so. Especially, yeah. I'm going to be honest, you know, usually. I celebrate like birthday month because I love to celebrate life and I'm, I feel so like just I do feel lucky to have the life I have even if I can't ever win a basket raffle like you basket raffle <laughs> like you do um two. I'm but two in on the year you are 2020 yeah. but this year doesn't quite feel the same as birthday month so I will be very happy to have birthday and enjoy it for all that it's worth so Good. yeah that'd be very fun yeah we're um mm-hmm. uh, should we show her that that we're doing gold star punch gold star punch which i hear uh happens when everyone brings something to contribute <laughs> to the same punch so i'm gonna pretend like it's 1996 and i'm still in college and we're gonna go with that 
Oh, yeah, it's totally. And we're having a taco bar. I mean, like, yes. listen, when you talk about we're throwing you a party to celebrate you, but it is definitely we are stepping back in time. I like this. So, Could we yes. dress like it's the 90s as well? Maybe that's the other part. You may dress however you want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because that's what I want to do. I want to show up where I'm Actually, dressed like the 90s and no one else is. No, we were talking about this tonight. We were talking about uh, when I send out the reminder, maybe like by text to 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 Team Rona, because mm-hmm. we have a group chat, Team Rona, uh, that we invite everybody to wear their best alcohol shirt. Oh, I would have to wear my coffee beans and booze shirt that says clink on the back. So yeah. Speaking that's, of which, I mean, I have a clink for you uh, to put on the back yes. of your shirt. Yes. So sweet. I have that for you. So sweet. I need to get your shirt from you. But yeah, definitely. Oh, that would be fun. A, a booze shirt. Hmm. A boo shirt. Yeah, I'm going to wear my uh, Dwight Claw shirt that Kenzie crafted for me. Nice. So I'm very excited about that. Yeah. The Kenzie. Yeah, you know. Yes. Dear Kenzie. I feel like she's with us yeah. every episode, but not with us. I know. Because she's, she's amazing. She's part of us. She True. is amazing. I hear that she has scheduled a day off um, that you're making her take soon. <laughs> Several days, yes. I'm like, go. And she's like, I can answer email in my car. I'm like, stop it stop being me like but here's just, the thing like, i want to i want to teach you how to not be that <laughs> i was gonna say um people in glass houses can't throw stones uh-huh. because you just I, took a week I, off where listen. i literally was trying to shut down every work thing you were sending my direction <laughs> that was like you being kind like hey i just had a minute to think about this thing and i'm like no stop go sit on the beach with the boys do the thing it was it was not a great week but it, it was not in a great it was a it was fine we had a good time it was just I couldn't I had a very hard time unplugging and I just think it's like just so much uncertainty right mm-hmm. like it's just so much up in the air and just feeling like you know you're chasing control over things and and mm-hmm. it's just yeah it's it's pretty unsettling so I know I feel like we're on on plan like 12.6.9.3 at this point like there's no one plan and every hour it changes and and everybody I think people are rolling with it as best as they can do but um i'm worried about the anxiety level for you for many people in the world right now it's just a lot yeah yeah it is yeah mm-hmm. just definitely trying to figure out and trying to work on those grounding exercises i do grounding with noah we do five things you see four things you smell or hear or taste and you know you kind of go down the line and it really works for him and he started to use that as a kind of a tool in his little toolkit so That's it's awesome. good to see how yeah, often do you have him do that to, does he do that daily um so he tends to run high anxiety at night. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, my child and I are very, very similar in brains. So he is, I've gotten much better in my older years, but um, a lot of anticipatory anxiety. Mm-hmm. So like thinking about what's next, getting through the things so you can go to the next thing. And I, I've gotten way better about that. But I know, like I, I hear and see his brain and I, I, I just, I feel his little heart being tugged in all of those ways. So when he starts to like, Start to he ramps up at night before mm-hmm. bed. That's a place and time where he can stop and think. Um, so I'll often have him do that, like you know, to kind of oh, stop him for from bed. crying or being upset. Yeah, you know? that's so, awesome. Yeah, and it kind of what happens a when you little. have a social worker mom, right? That's true, but this is good. This means that you're well equipped to help with such things because, uh, as we often say, humans in life are complicated, and so it's good to have uh, to have these yeah. tools and have these pieces. But it kind of leads into today's guest. I'm super excited um, for our listeners and our clinkers 
first to hear um, Amber Boltz, who is definitely somebody who um, is a problem solver and comes at that um, really through something we haven't talked about a lot, which is really leaning into someone's faith and how, you know, in her community that that she can have that strong faith that helps her do more for her community, that she's able to lean on that even during these uncertain times um, to be able to accomplish more. And um, not only uh, does she do so much in her own community, which is closer to, to Dolphin, PA, but um, she has started to be such an integral part of the Palmyra community, and we are so thankful for her efforts here. So I'm really yeah, excited. Yeah, and she's just popped right in. She calls me shy. Mm-hmm. It's funny because nobody else really in my life calls me. Like, But I love know, it and it fits. Like, and yeah, I love it when know, she does it's it. Adorable. It's cute. She's it's adorable. She yeah. reminds me of like Did almost she call like the, you jazz. Yeah. Yeah, she does. And and lots of people do in my life, um, which is which is great. And I and I liked it. And it makes me think of my dad because my dad always called me jazz, which is which is sweet. Um, but when she does it and I hear her and it sticks out because she is the only one who calls you shy. Um, she it it's almost like a little sisterly and I really love it like it's sweet yeah it's really yeah, sweet it's and sweet. she's just one yeah, of the kindest souls she is and yeah. so I'm excited um I think you really enjoyed the time with her as well yeah yeah no she's it's good it's been good getting to know her and we're so glad to have her and she may or may not make a cameo in season finale I know the season she's finale saying. is a good time it's a good time yeah definitely but before we get to that <laughs> uh here is our great interview yes. with uh with Amber Boltz <laughs> Well, hello, Jasmine. Hey, how are you today? Good. I feel like it's been forever since we've sat down and talked. But this is what happens when you go on vacation for one week. <laughs> Our lives fall apart because I'm always like, do I text her the whole time? Do I not? She needs a break from me too, but I miss her. Guys, I don't need a break from you. But, but welcome yeah. back. Yeah. Do you have a good time? We did. We did. It was It was good. It was uh, not... It wasn't long enough. That's just. Is it ever going to be long enough? Exactly. That's it's vacation. But you got some sunshine. I did. Toes in the sand. A little too much. Yeah. But it was good. Yeah. A little sunburn, but we're we're managing. Ah, There's aloe. That's why it's me. That's why it's why it's on this earth, right? Yeah. But we're excited today. We're here with Miss Amber. Mm Mm-hmm. Hello. Hello. (laughs) Amber Boltz, welcome. Thank you. Absolutely. So, could we start by? Would you tell us just a little bit about yourself? Sure. So I work at Ritter Insurance Marketing in Harrisburg. I'm an insurance carrier representative and then I do a lot of volunteering at my church I am the children's director every Wednesday night and then I started the Apostles of Christian Theater children's drama so it's a musical theater group for elementary through junior high and I'm also your little cohort and I do the um, Palmyra middle school musical director as well absolutely so you are like the epitome of Busy in the community, woman. Yeah, and it's one of the reasons that <laughs> we say, not only there, love you. I know. Anything like, else you want to add to that? I mean, I, feel I know like the list goes on and on. There are, and I mean this in no pompous way, but there are a few people that make Shyla and I feel like we don't do enough. And when you make oh a list God. like that, sometimes many <laughs> people. But but you are so close in our lives because of exactly that. Like you are dedicated to your community in yes. one way or another, right? Yeah. How did that start? Um, I think being involved in those groups as kids, like we always had the theater ministry at our church but we never had child specific so one day I'm like well I enjoyed it but it's targeting more adults where these kids are like dying to participate and get more than like one line so I thought let's start it I proposed everything to our pastor and then the act committee and they approved it and we just kept building from there so wow. it's amazing. How, how long have you been doing that uh for the theater ministry, it's about, this will be our fourth show coming wow. up. We just canceled because of the pandemic. 
Um, but like Bible school, I direct that. I'm going on, I think, 11 years now. Wow. 11 I started years. right out of high school. Wow. So. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. Pandemics have ruined a few of your shows this year, huh? <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. It's a hard break, but it keeps us motivated to get more excited for the day it does happen, whether sure. it be 2021 or 2022, <laughs> right? At this point, but so you—this was your first year at Palmer this Middle. This was, so. yeah, and you were set to do the Music Man mm-hmm. Junior, right? Mm-hmm. Which yeah. was Jasmine's first show too. It was well, not Junior, no, the, no, the, the full show. But but ten years ago, it'll be going on yeah. eleven years ago. That was the first show that that I did at Palmyra, and I was really honored when you were like, "I think this would be really cool to do," starting now a decade later, but at the middle school, which yeah. is, as you know, such a such an age group that I have such a um just such a love for but not always a patience for I mean I do but I don't and I just what do you like about that age range because I know not only at the middle school but also with the church ministry you do yeah that's a group you gravitate towards I do which is crazy because people are like I want to avoid elementary and middle school and I'm like I'm okay with it like it is totally I think what I enjoy most is watching them start and then seeing where they end up Mm. so them really gravitating to learning who their character is and because I'm going to be honest some of these auditions you're like I don't know if this is going to work but we're going to take the chance and then you see them blossom and it's just not that it doesn't happen in high school but high school they're more like this is my thing where I feel elementary middle school they're still like what do I want to do with like my hobbies my Mm -hmm. extracurricular activities so to impact them to grow a passion for the things that I feel mm-hmm. passionate about. It's pretty exciting to see. Well, and there's also, it, it seems like in elementary and middle school, they're a little less peer-driven in some ways, right? So right. they're willing to maybe experiment with some of those things a little bit more, whereas like high schoolers are like, no, I don't sing and dance, <laughs> so I'm not going to do that thing. Yeah. But it seems like middle school and elementary school especially haven't really gotten to that peer pressure of like what's cool and not in the same kind of way. Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. good to tap into that early. And you have to have such a resiliency and thick skin for that too, because they may decide that they love it, and they are very honest when they're like, not my deal, yeah. Miss Bolts, <laughs> yep. right? Yeah. So I think you're one of the most resilient people I know. I mean, not only do I think that because I've watched you have heartbreak over this last year of oh. building something that, that then didn't happen, but finding joy and satisfaction in the process of yes. it, but truly being able to take that on, you know, yeah. what, what is it about your leadership and your ability to give to your community that can take that? Because <laughs> I, <don't, laughs> I don't know about you, Shana, I don't think I can do it all the time, no, you know, yeah. um, but what, what has made you be a resilient leader? Honestly, I think my faith. My faith okay. is mm-hmm. a huge part of my life. Um, even when I try to hide from my faith, it just keeps like nipping me in the butt. Mm-hmm. Like, nope, that's not what you're supposed to do. Like, I'm you're supposed to fall back on your faith. So I was raised in the church, mm-hmm. and I think just always believing there's good. Um, always believing even if it doesn't work out, there's a bigger plan. So that's what keeps me. Yeah. Moving forward. <laughs> and rounded in that. You know, yeah. we, we often talk about how, you know, politics and, and there's a piece of having faith in your work and not that gets political with things. Mm-hmm. That's fair to say. And mm-hmm. working in the public school sector, we're very careful yeah. to keep these mm-hmm. things. You do a really good job of that, that you turn it into positivity. Yeah. I've seen you with the kids. You know, you don't you necessarily know, say like, we're going to be okay because our faith tells us so. Right. You spin that to positivity. Is Absolutely. that a really like um, conscious thing you do? Yes. Okay. Um just because you hear all these stories, like you can't bring up religion in the mm-hmm. the school because which must be hard for you. It's in some very ways. difficult. Mm-hmm. But then when you just re relook at it, I guess mm-hmm. like just make it a positive thing. Like because 
being negative towards everything can honestly tear someone down, whether it be, like, just a cast note, like, what you did wrong. Mm -hmm. So you have to, like, give that, but then also do positive reinforcement to keep them working towards Mm -hmm. the best that they can be. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah no, <laughs> absolutely, no, absolutely. Yeah. But it's interesting because it's kind of like, it reminds me of like, you guys know me, I swear, like a sailor. Like I have like the worst <laughs> F-bombs ever. I'm but, not the most. But, oh no, you're, you're you're like an angel compared to my, <laughs> my, my like, like, I have but, my moment. But I can get around those kids and it's not even a conscious thing I do. Or like, I wasn't a big swear around my own kids, which makes Shiloh probably laugh because we unfortunately are not as filtered and as good as around <laughs> her kids. Like we're constantly saying, no, Lucas, we're sorry, you know, but it's interesting how our brains can flip it to something else, yeah, right? Yeah. So you can be doing the same activity of theater or at the church where you can feel free to talk about yeah. faith, right? And then be in the, the public school sector where you need to, to flip that to something else. Right. And do you find that to be a chore or it's something that's pretty easy to do? It pretty much just happens. Yeah. Like, I don't, I mean, there's moments I'm like, how do I phrase this without, because mm-hmm. yeah. you have to, unfortunately, in today's world, you have to be careful of everything you do. Well, we want school. to be, right? Like, yeah. like, one of the things that I think is really cool about, uh, you know, I went to Catholic school my whole life and so I didn't have that piece and I wondered what it would be like for me working in a public school setting but it wasn't hard part of that was actually cool for me because I appreciate that I don't want to bias these children to anything in life in fact working in the theater we want to do the opposite right we want to help them find their voice Mm -hmm. their take on something Mm -hmm. we could be playing the same role and it would be completely different because we want to encourage them to not be a carbon copy but to find the meaning for themselves so I actually find it almost like liberating yeah. to some point. And that's like a good point you make because I remember Music Man. Mm-hmm. Me, I don't know any of these kids. Like I'm not from Palmyra, hopefully one day. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they're like, well, the script says this. And I'm like, I know what the script says. Like I don't want you doing what I said. You need to embrace who you are mm-hmm. and make it your own. I said, and if it looks dumb or it doesn't drive, I'll let you know. But I want to see what you have to offer compared to just – Oh, Meredith Wilson saying cross stage left. Right. <laughs> like, so some <laughs> stage manager decided that once yeah, upon a time. Yeah, some yeah. director in this 1960. This is Middle School 2020. So yeah. let's yeah. just doesn't have yeah. to be, be creative. So what I I call this um, what you're I think kind of coming about is uh, delivering a shit sandwich. Yes. <laughs> yes. True so story. you give something positive. Yes. And then you say, okay, here are the things that aren't so great. Yep. And then you say, but you're doing great. Yes. Keep mm-hmm. going. So mm-hmm. yes, that's what At we... At the PhD level, yes. we have pedagogy behind exactly what you just said. But it's <laughs> the same shit sandwich at yes. the end of the day, right? Exactly. Oh, it's so exhausting yes. having to... To soup up humans the, or something. I know it's emotions, and it's so and... funny because we'll go over to the high school and they're like, "Oh, Miss Booker's spoken." I'm like, "Yeah, you should be doing what she's telling." You. <laughs> <laughs> like the one time I remember, we were there for headshots, and Jasmine was like, mm-hmm. "I know you guys aren't talking that way over Mrs. Bolts," <laughs> and they're all like. Oh, she's talking now. We uh-huh. better get our crap together. <laughs> but part of that is one, I'm considerably older than you. Two, I've been doing it longer. And the high schoolers pride themselves from the time they come in as a as themselves as freshmen. Because talk about transformative, right? Yeah. The maturity level, I uh-huh. think, what, is between freshmen <laughs> and senior. Almost sometimes I'm like, who thought it was a good idea to put 14 year olds and 18 year olds together? Like. 
That's yeah, scary. it's huge. It's a huge. Difference. And maybe I feel that way too because I was a very young. Like I turned fourteen like two weeks before school started. Like I was a yeah. baby freshman, mm-hmm. and you know, and that's just a big difference between freshmen and seniors. So the juniors and seniors pride themselves on so much mm-hmm. of having that professionalism, which is something that our our Palmyra Theater Absolutely. Program teaches. Yeah. And so. Um, you know, one of the things I've loved about, I mean, I've known you for a very long time and I love that you came to Palmyra and was, was so thrilled, but really your leadership style is about building something yes. like, you know, and, and building something here in Palmyra. So I like to call Mayor Shyla here, Mayor Shyla. <laughs> Why do you love her small town so much? <laughs> Mayor Shyla. Mayor Shyla. Someday. Someday. One I like day. her current mayor. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying something. I will vote for you as well. When I become a... <laughs> yes. I think just well, the close to new. The truly's kicking in. Because <laughs> um, we are on brand today. Andre, look, I even have coffee. I have iced coffee and a white cloth. I love it. Double ready. system. <laughs> so I think the close knit, just with even the musical, like your production team was so welcoming to like just be like, oh, come on over to the after parties. And then like it just formed this bond. Yeah. And now we're. We're going crazy if we don't see each other like within a week. Mm-hmm. But I think we, we would not have survived all of this quarantine no. if our oh team my didn't goodness. have each other, right? Yeah, yeah for sure. Day one, we yeah. were like Zoom, Zoom yeah. trivia. Mm-hmm. I was on the couch. True story. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think just the kids, like it's just a. You look at it. I mean, I came from Central Dauphin, where the population is huge, mm-hmm. and you just see like this close knit community. You see everyone getting along. I so many times I've seen other families helping each Mm -hmm. other out with just like when they're in a bind or if something happens within the family so I think just it's a welcoming community it's very close-knit and everyone's there to help each other Mm -hmm. is what I've observed Mm -hmm. during my short one year time here yeah (laughs) no that's good with your leadership team Shyla like Mm -hmm. what do you guys do to to bring people into the fold you know I mean you have a board and I know it's it's like a a serious board I mean we have a board that's like a a booster board a different kind (laughs) of thing but like what are your thoughts on bringing new people into an organization and what do you find are like the leadership Mm -hmm. pieces we've talked about this before that sometimes I feel like I always think that what we've created at the at the theater level here in town has come as by accident, and you always smack me in the face, and you're like, "No, that's not how that no, works." You know, not how you're like, "I'm like, oh, it just happened," and everybody, and you're like, "No, this is actually something you just don't realize you're doing what you're doing." Yeah. How do you feel about that? Yeah, that's a good question. It, it becomes really kind of a challenge. One, we talk about this a lot um, it, that being in this Germanic Lebanon County culture, mm-hmm. you know, breaking people into the culture, um, an outsider coming in to volunteer versus someone who's been there for a long time. Sometimes they don't see value in new volunteers or they won't stop and tell them things. Mm-hmm. Uh, for a long time, we had a woman putting frozen items in the walk-in cooler because no one told her that it was a walk-in cooler and not a like walk-in Like a refrigerator. Freezer. Which yeah. I so, could like, totally see happening. happening. Yeah. And then like, she probably felt she felt terrible. Or like, you know, just things that maybe aren't communicated just because it's people just don't want to be in people's business. Right. So that And that's just weird to me because... As I tell some of my volunteers, listen, I worked in a psychiatric hospital for a number of years asking people about their suicidal plans. So, like, there are no mm-hmm. questions that are hard for me anymore. Like, right. that's just, it, it, I have had an exposure to something that has made me, and by nature, I'm just an extrovert anyway, and someone who's, you know, I, I'll talk to people. So, one of the things that we did was we implemented um, a volunteer orientation, mm-hmm. and that has actually helped tremendously because the people who have been there for a long time didn't necessarily welcome new people. Mm-hmm. It wasn't intentional. It was just like, I have my thing. I do my thing. I don't want to 
bother you or feel like I'm over top of you. I think it was more of like that kind of thing. But then we also have an operations team that kind of is like team leads for all of the the different departments. And one of the things that I really practiced hard, try hard to do during those meetings is to make sure everybody has a voice. Mm -hmm. So we talk about like, you know, each person gets an opportunity to talk and I'll ask some questions about what's going on and how they see things and what they think can be improved and that kind of stuff. So I kind of let them be the speaker for their departments. Mm -hmm. um, And that seems to help. But it also comes with a caveat that the leadership are the people that I have the biggest trouble with. Yeah. So that becomes, you know, the volunteer leadership are, are often the people who have the biggest expressed opinions. Maybe they're the people who aren't going to follow the rules. Uh, volunteers who come for a day, they're like, what can I do? How can I be helpful? They'll do it. They go. Mm-hmm. But somebody who's been there for a long time sometimes gets into a pattern or a rut. So figuring out and discovering ways to keep that fresh has been a big challenge. So mm-hmm. that's a long answer for a small No, but, but I think it's really important when we're talking about the things that mean so much to us, which are community and leadership and nonprofit. Mm-hmm. I think it's really important to intentionally think about those things like it's easy for me to say it just happens and it's really smart to have someone near you like you who will smack me in the face and say no Jasmine it doesn't just happen because otherwise I'm going to take for granted it's happening Mm -hmm. Um, we had a wonderful volunteer for many years Ann Bob who just she had a a child who went through the the district but she she loved it and loved what we created out off the stage as much as on the stage and she really helped us put into words what our volunteer responsibilities were in a lot of ways and created like a volunteer document, you know, so that we can now continue to build on from that. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting, she, you know, is starting to step back away from it and I can feel the wake though of the great work she did. Yeah. And so it was it was really great for her to do that. Yeah. So that I, even was, though things evolve and change, yeah, I can start with was, the structure yeah. she had. It was a mm-hmm. meeting that we had here in your dining room. Mm-hmm. It was the Amelie meeting mm-hmm. where we came together and it was like, Everybody had such a respect for the things that you knew how to do, and also everybody knew what their role was. So, like, mm-hmm. Derek was never going to tell Greg and Sean what their set should look like. Right. He was saying, these are the things that are feasible. This is what I'm capable of doing. And everybody around the table was able to share their expertise, which that doesn't happen overnight, right? right like, you right. build a team of people who say, you're doing something that's making a difference, that's a professional organization that I feel needed and wanted, and mm-hmm. I feel like I'm making a difference. That's huge. That's right. not... That's not something that's easily done. So well, kudos it's, to you. And well, Amber, well, thanks. And, <laughs> and, Amber, and Amber and I both find ourselves in the same place this yeah. year in that we will always have people coming and going in our organization. Yeah. Like we will always have, you know, we have certain spots that will change or the way people will change what they were doing. And mm-hmm. it's scary. Are you scared it's, for this upcoming year? Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm repeating my pants. Because we, like, um, we talk about this all the time, though. Like even yeah. just like the open communication, like everyone's opinion on the pandemic is totally different. Like <laughs> so even uh, if they're saying... okay you can do a show you can be back in the school there's still different opinions Mm -hmm. and feelings and it's just all right all right, when are you going to tell me no? Like, all right, yeah. are you going to come back? Or Yeah, and how do you prepare for something? How, what, what are the several ways you have to prepare for contingency on contingency? And how do you ask other yeah. people to put, back, mm-hmm. put out what you put out as a leader? Yeah. yeah. Right? Like, you it's know, very hard. You would drive easily six hours if it meant that you had the products that your clients need this yeah. week. We would spend a thousand hours. But how do you ask all the other yeah. people on your team to do it? Yeah. How do I ask Derek? Derek and I had a very quick conversation the other day, very quick, that said, like, let's think about this in a couple of weeks. We don't have to. But, like, do I ask him to build a set for something that may or may not happen? But at the same time, do I wait till I know if it happens? Because then that also right. puts him in a bad place. 
I can be inconvenienced. Inconveniencing him is unacceptable to me. I'm the same, like, yeah, and you're the same right. place. No, because so we're hard. meeting with mm-hmm. um, one of our set guys who volunteered to help. He's from my mm-hmm. church, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> His name's Devin. We're meeting like this week, and I'm like, he's like, have you heard anything? And I'm like, no, but my goal is if we can get small stuff done, at least it's done in the long grand scheme mm-hmm. of things. You're not rushing to get it done with, because we know eventually i can say it now we're doing getting to know footloose mm-hmm. yeah. so we regard- announced, we announced yeah. it yeah. Yeah. which was a huge no relief more secret. yeah it's, it's hard true. to keep secrets yeah. it <laughs> it's like miss bolts when's it happening i'm like hold on a couple more weeks because right. mrs yeah. booker and i aren't quite sure <laughs> <laughs> we're working it out yeah. um yeah. but just to know that that show no matter what will be paul meyer middle school's next show mm-hmm. we can do stuff like that but then with theater as rosemary was talking earlier you have to worry about right string like Mm-hmm. Right now, you can't stream my musical, and I don't think you can do yours. I either. can't do my musical. Either. But my that's play, not like, saying we, it can we completely change titles. Like yeah. you talk about revisioning, which you know I have loved the last many weeks talking with you about revisioning, Shyla, because it's it's something that like I always think about how we tweak our vision, mm-hmm. but having a really purposeful like. I don't want to be one of those people who's like, the pandemic made me do things I should do. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm not suggesting that. But it did make us rip the Band-Aid on some things to think a little bit differently. And one of them was sometimes you got to change the title, no matter how perfect of a thing it was. Funny little story, though. Picked a title for a show. Wasn't streamable, so I changed it for the fall. Because I'm like, what, am I crazy? Um, This week they announced I could have done that one. It is streamable. Not even kidding you. But it's a better title to hold for later anyway. It was meant to be, as Miss Boltz would say. She would say it. And that's what I was going to say. It was meant to be because I'm not going to say the title because I have a feeling in the future (laughs) it will be used. But that's one that wouldn't do justice being streamed. And Jasmine had a great point. Some shows are meant for the stage and a live audience. Mm -hmm. And the one she has in mind was not meant for yes. 2021, so. It's true. Yeah. But resiliency through all of this, you know, and it's it's interesting because, of course, I know, we know that there are middle school and high school shows, and yeah. there are much bigger things in the world, but what there isn't bigger than are the things that we teach of collaboration and communication and resiliency right. mm-hmm. and problem solving, which is really the backbone of what we do, which is really the backbone of what you do at the mm-hmm. end of the day. You're helping people problem solve mm-hmm. that they don't have to do it on their own. Right. Right? They find yeah. themselves with food instability for whatever reason and I love the way that your organization doesn't make the problem about that the problem is about let us help you with this piece Mm -hmm. so that you can be problem solving the other pieces right Right. and that's really what big impacts in small community that's really what it comes down to and I think like you said like yeah a musical is extremely fun but we have a whole different story behind our theater program where mm-hmm. you can ask some students at other districts oh we're so excited just for the musical which is great for them more educational right. mm-hmm. and that's not even like the school mm-hmm. district it's just jasmine and my choice like this is what we want to mm-hmm. include in our curriculum so these kids have the resources and education whether they continue in high school or even past college so mm-hmm. yeah sure. absolutely yeah. and we and we try to remind them they can have it in their lives in a million different ways oh, you know absolutely. i suspect shyla that mm-hmm. when you were taking your high school ballroom dancing lesson you did not know that it was going to come in handy whenever we were like, hey, we got to do a fundraiser. And you were like, I will choreograph a number for the Winter Cabaret. Like, like you know. Yeah, but, no, but yeah. yeah, it's interesting the things that you do, the extracurriculars. I was in a very con- 
competitive high school uh, marching band. And like, that's where I learned discipline. That's yeah. where I learned hard work pays off. That's where I learned that even if I wasn't the best, I could be better if mm-hmm. I just put time and effort into it. So yeah, it's, it's definitely, um, the mm-hmm. arts are needed and now more than ever, I think. And hopefully it's so funny because a... <laughs> band is actually yeah. the one area that my children both enjoyed and did. I mean, Rosemary was a drum major. Aaron was in for all of, all of yeah, four years. Yeah, I was and a But oh, look at you. Know. So, um, but they both made the decision to kind of do it on their terms. Yeah. They had the things in their lives that they were like, I must be the best. I must play the best or whatever. Yeah. That was not banned for either of my children. Yeah, yeah. It was where they they had friends that they loved. Mm-hmm. It was where leadership skills of being drug major versus being like, I must be first chair. So it's kind of interesting because for them, they learned those choices on the flip side of what you're talking about. Yeah. Instead of the, I will be the best. Right. That's was, true. Because you is don't always have to be the person taking the lead. And yeah, we, we wow. talk about that. Is that true? <laughs> like, stop speaking up, Shiloh. It's okay to not say the thing because then you'll get more responsibilities. Oh, That's, but it's so yeah, hard. hard. Do you have a hard time not speaking up? <laughs> yep. Yeah, I know you. <laughs> I mean, I will. You I are a doer like nobody's business. <laughs> and this is probably one of my weaknesses, to be honest. I love the volunteer help, but mm-hmm. sometimes you know how you have your vision and then you know these people uh, come in wanting to do it. And I'm like, it's crooked. It's half butt done. Like, yeah, it's not my style. <laughs> but I do have trouble speaking up, too, in the aspect of I never like hurting anyone's feelings. Yeah. And I rather do for someone else before I do for myself, whether mm-hmm. it be family, friends, loved mm-hmm. ones. It's just who I am. Like, yeah. I rather give up everything I have make sure someone else is taken care of. So then it's very hard when someone else says something. And I just recently, like, what, 29 years old, found my voice. I'm like, I have to say something right. or else it's going to just... But you can be a generous leader. Yeah. And yeah. be a strong visionary. I just saw a meme right? about this, that uh, nice is different than kind. Yes. And kind is sometimes like saying... into the woods. Nice is yeah. different than yeah. kind. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, the, yeah, kindness sometimes is saying... That wasn't my expectation. Right. Mm-hmm. This is what I what I saw, and it's hard. It's hard yeah. because you don't want to. And being a new leader, that's mm-hmm. a hard thing too, because you're kind of cracking into a new organization. Oh, I yeah. felt very much that way in the first like two years of the caring covered. Like mm-hmm. I I could say things like I had been a volunteer there for a very long time, but I was a peon. I mean, I started stocking shelves back yeah. in 2006, mm-hmm. and like that's what I did. I wasn't like a, a part of the leadership. I wasn't making those decisions, and so when I came into that, it. Was was like okay you just feel like you had to spend a year or two kind of mm-hmm. making everyone happy yes. and then you could kind of roll out the policy yeah you know necessary. it's bad when you have like eighth graders being like miss bolts you're way too nice like yell at them <laughs> <laughs> i was like i get it okay but okay. it's hard because it's not about yelling no so my first year my, my music man i would come home hoarse yeah. And so and and it's funny because I was like, I can't be doing this. Like, one, I'm a vocalist. I can't lose my voice. That can't be a thing. I got a side hustle. Somebody yeah. needs to be a sing. I gotta be able to do it, right? Kind of a deal. But I what I found was I went in year two, footloose year, so hopefully yeah. you have the same thing. And I was like, I'm not I'm not yelling. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing this. And it wasn't yelling at people, it was yelling to be loud enough over them. And so what I found was I, I would just go, I'll wait. And then the kids would be like, oh, she'll wait, she'll wait, she'll wait. And you've heard them. It's a thing now. Yeah. Like they'll be like, she'll wait, and they'll turn on each other to get because I was like, I'm trying to help you. I'm not the one who's going to stand up here and not know or not have learned how to communicate. And sometimes that's what would happen. I would be like, I'll wait. And I'll be like, hey, guys, if in between we communicate this way, we can still continue to make progress instead of whatever that is, we can't. 
you know, and because at the end of the day, they want to, they wouldn't be there. They're learning how to be young volunteers. That's really what they're doing. Yeah. Right. And how to make a difference and how to say a message and how to, how to to put something together. But so Amber, you're the queen of side hustles. What you did not talk about in your little intro was all the many side hustles you have, including doing our photos for our website. Oh, yes. (laughs) Yes. So I went to college for photography. Mm -hmm. I originally, my dream job was a flight attendant. (laughs) Just didn't like the whole only being home four days a week type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but still my dream job till this day. If you could do like a one week getaway yeah. at your dream job. You never know. Life is not so over. You know what? That, that was my dream job. <gasps> so I was in like, I don't know, ninth or 10th grade and I realized like yeah. I yeah. to just go to college. Yeah. yeah. That's funny. how I was. So yeah, photography. So mm-hmm. I did your beans. Yes, booze. our coffee beans and booze yeah. photo yes. shoot. Yes. Um, I'm very crafty. I love crafting. My mm-hmm. cricket's like my baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you have a whole tumbler, but oh, other yeah. crafting items as well. I mean, you yeah. do all kinds of things. So we mm-hmm. make like those glitter tumblers, which mm-hmm. is kind of my let's unwind for the day. So I'll go downstairs and put one on. Well, mm-hmm. you saw on TikTok, Jasmine watches them all the time. I watch them constantly. <laughs> I watch the epoxy pour. Oh, it's crazy. Uh, it's like it's just hours and days. <laughs> and it's bad when you're like, you do it and then you just sit there and stare. And I'm like, this is like mesmerizing. Yeah. It's kind of weird to yeah. say. But, but it's weird. cool. To, it, but it's cool to take things and make something that never yeah. exists. Absolutely. Before, right? And yeah. we can do so many things with like church. Like I can make a tumbler for this church group or we did it for a fundraiser for musical last mm-hmm. year. So it's just something. We'll do some Palmyra Theater ones coming yeah. up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, That's a good idea. But yeah, what else do I do? Yeah. Church. Like, what what you I teach find? dance? I oh, teach yeah, you dance. Teach dance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's once a week. It's um, triple threat. So tap, jazz, and ballet, which is mm-hmm. my life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, what but, I find when people are like, you're too busy, it actually makes me more productive. Yeah. So when I have like only X amount of time to complete X thing, I feel like I'm, I just, I have to like make sure I get all of this stuff mm-hmm. done. It makes me more productive. It's I don't the know. block I schedule. I think I'm the same yeah. way. Yeah. yeah. Like people are like, are you crazy? I'm like, but I still manage to find time for myself. Like mm-hmm. it improves my time management for sure. Mm-hmm. And I mean, if I really want to do something, I'll make it happen. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's what they're like. You don't have time to hang with your friends. Well, you can ask Jeff. And even shot. I mean, we're here. We're here. We, we, I we make do. it work. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. but it's it just makes me who I am. So I just keep going with it. Mm-hmm. And well, and when your friends mm-hmm. and your your passions overlap, which yeah. is which we've talked about before, mm-hmm. you know, when they overlap, then you can hang out and you can do your side right. hustles and you can do those things, and, and it becomes quite a life of love yes. and passion yes. for yes. sure. Which brings us to our final three questions. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. Yes. So I'm ready. Um, Shyla. Ask question number two. I ask question number one. Yeah, right, okay, right. so it's, it's, it's been a nanosecond. It's, it's been hot. Right. Okay, so what is your favorite coffee drink? Well, mm-hmm. I don't have the acquired taste for coffee. That's okay, too. So, I still as you. you guys joke, I'm a big milk drinker. <laughs> that is yeah, my right. so, I did make an appearance on one of our episodes recently. I texted <laughs> them at like midnight. I'm like, well, I heard you called me out for my milk drinking. <laughs> we're all drinking like fireball we were three of the sloshed. night. We were all getting sloshed. And she's and like, I'm, I'm drinking my milk. I'm drinking milk. milk. Mm-hmm. Are you a 20. skim milk, a 1%, a 2%? I really don't have a preference. Like, <gasps> I can... I like the skim out mm-hmm. of all of them, but I can down. Oh, not any milk. <laughs> I can uh, down any milk. You can down any milk. All right, good to know. She can down <laughs> any milk. Yeah, so. Um, all right, and Shyla, yeah, second so question's yours. Always the same. What's your favorite uh, adult beverage? Milk. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love whiskey sours. So okay. whiskey sours, and then if, like, it's – I'm really into wines, too. So, like, sangria, the red sweet wines are – 
my go-to. I've never mm. had a whiskey sour. Have you? Mm, probably. We can make <laughs> that happen. I was going to say, let's make that happen. <laughs> I think that would be great. I, see, this is an educational program. Yeah. So, yeah. so for the I adults do have too. a whiskey pre- preference. Whatever they yeah. use okay. at the bar. Gotcha. <laughs> I don't go to the bar like every night. Because <laughs> you're too busy drinking beer. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. All right. So our final question yes. is kind of the heart of what we're doing and why we do it. Sure. And it happens to be our favorite question. So Jasmine, it go is. ahead. Oh, yeah. I'll take it today. Okay. So uh, what is your passion? Um, my passion is musical theater and the arts. So that will always has been, always will be. Um, Fancy Nancy can vouch for that. So <laughs> shout out to fans. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, it has been a complete joy to talk Absolutely. with you today, yes. as it is always, but um, just a, a great joy to share your passion with yes. our community, and we really thank you for being on the show. Yes. Thanks for thank having you. me. Thanks for listening. I'm Shyla. And I'm Jasmine, and we're thriving in a small town. It's Kevin and Jasmine and Drunk Shyla. It's time for coffee and booze. Clink.